Oh. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I hit record and then started looking for my water. What's going on, hey, everyone? This is the this is the work ready podcast. Uh I'm starting the show this week. I'm Brad. And I'm once uh, once again I'm always joined by you know, my partner Mike. Mike, how you doing? I try to remember how you said it. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I forgot to um, show you this before we started. Look what finally came in. My Daniel. Oh shirt. my god, you bought that? Yeah. You got the Danielson uh the meme shirt. sperm. Yeah. <laughs> shirt. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Um I don't know where my water is, so that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um Yeah, so winter is coming. That was fun. Wait, first, before we get started, let's talk about all the news. Because goodness gracious, there's a bunch of news. All from women. So we have uh, Mandy Rose got released Hmm. by by WWE, which was, this is a strange one because they've obviously loved Mandy Rose for a long, long time. It's sort of strange. It's strange in that when it happened, everyone was like, what in the world are you doing? Mm -hmm. Because she held the title for a year. Yeah, she was like the top heel on nxt for a year (laughs) which always kind of seems strange to me that they sent her down to nxt but she got she got two other women over with her so Mm -hmm. it's that's still a good thing she got gg dolan and i I don't know the other one i can't it's toxic attraction i don't Mm -hmm. watch it but um she got them over they obviously thought enough of her to have her hold the title for mm-hmm. over a year, blocking all other up-and-coming talents from winning it, which is kind of the point of NXT in the first mm-hmm. place. Yeah. So they must have really fucking loved her. Mm-hmm. Um, when Athena in the past had talked about um, they wanted her to be more sexy, they said, we want you to be try being a little more like Mandy Rose. Like mm-hmm. She was a specific example of what they wanted. She was prototypical, attitude-era but could work mm-hmm. like she's really good in the ring still um as an awesome she, uh v-trigger type knee yeah really good she uh she got otis over um like she made otis mm-hmm. um she did great for the company and then all of a sudden she was gone if you're like what what's the what's the deal apparently it's pretty much just was like showing butthole on the internet it's <laughs> basically it. yeah she was uh basically doing only fan stuff on it, her own site i can't remember what it's called yeah it's there are, yeah it's there are other wrestlers on it um i clicked on the site i couldn't really tell what it was i guess just a place to promote yourself if you're yeah i don't know i think people kind of pay and then you can see what they're posting and stuff yeah and she was posting like half nips and shit yeah and uh i, I guess uh I guess maybe WWE had maybe been telling her like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, maybe cool it with that." And she was like, "Hey, you know what? I make more doing this than I do at WWE, so chill." Yeah. And yeah. eventually, they're like, "All right, you can uh, chill out, chill out outside the company." Mm-hmm. And wow, <laughs> like, like hell of a hell of a thing when you, I mean. When you've got all, you've got a bunch of people that you go to bat for, mm-hmm. like uh, all these guys with uh, 
sexual assault and grooming and rape and all these other allegations or I don't want you, yeah I'll say allegations um on them and yet this woman shows a little a little half nip and she's gone yeah well I mean her whole character in NXT was super sexualized I guess they well, wanted like this is what they wanted yeah this they wanted like wait 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 not like that yeah yeah like that that's not that's not what we want and the thing is you had to seek that out because I am a, a 37-year-old grown man who lives on Twitter, who is on the internet all the time, who has a wrestling podcast, and I didn't know that she was Me either. throwing out partial nudes. Mm-hmm. So you had to like really be looking for it to mm-hmm. find out. Yeah. Anyways, WWE found out, and she's gone. Yeah. And that is a, that's a bit of a shock. Yeah, I feel like they could have just suspended her for a bit. Or, that that's my guess. I I don't know if they like said, "Hey, take that down," and she said no. So they said, "Okay, we have to let you go," or what? But well, because if she's making more doing that than she is wrestling, then she probably maybe she called their bluff. Yeah, who knows? That's what um, um, Soraya did when she's in WWE. They tried to get her take her Twitch down, and she said, "Hell no, I make too much money doing all this," and then <laughs> they just never. And she left. <laughs> Is that how that happened? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the... Uh, I can't remember who reported it, but somebody was saying that... Or there's a few people that are saying that she maybe asked for her release a couple weeks ago. Maybe because of this. Could be. Um, she knew it was going to come out, so she just tried to get ahead of it. Yeah. Or it was like they knew they were going to say no and like they were at an impasse. Mm-hmm. Because apparently she was in pretty good spirits. Yeah. Like, knew that she was dropping her title. Knew that she was leaving. Um, apparently her partners didn't know. And they were upset. But Yeah. yeah so that's crazy. And then we have the Mercedes Verano stuff. Continuing to, uh, to be updated by Sean Rassap. Saying that she, when Raj Giri months ago i think in october or november said sasha's done mm-hmm. with wwe and then everyone said well i don't i don't really know anything about that and everything went quiet and now they're like no sasha was done when raj said it mm-hmm. so like <laughs> i mean i dunk on raj all the time but uh not on twitter but just uh in general but like the guy the guy's got some contacts he, mm-hmm. he he's got some old school contacts is yeah. what i'll say and he runs he's one of the guys who runs wrestling and so so it makes sense um i think he, he's got wwe contacts i don't think he has any aw contacts because what he said about aw doesn't make any sense to me ever but yeah. anyways yeah, yeah. Aside, aside from that but it sounds like he was right and uh that she was supposed to be able to start taking bookings January 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, somehow, and oh no, so it was, uh, New Japan is after that. Um, yeah. So that is the going fourth. to be one of the places where she's going to go. And did you um, hear other can... they're paying her more than they paid Jericho too to go? I would. Yeah. I'm surprised that New Japan is. Mm-hmm considering uh, women on their show is very new. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that they would pay 
Wow. But what a uh, what a way to start it off with <laughs> her on there. Fucking <laughs> Yeah, again, again who's she facing again? Uh she's not facing anyone at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, but the okay. but the the theory is because uh, Kyrie saying I don't know her new, uh, stardom name, it's Kyrie something is facing oh, I forget who for the new women's title, and the theory is that she'll come out and challenge Kyrie after. Okay, 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 okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, because she isn't she supposed to be facing Kyrie Zane in another promotion? There's there that was supposed to be one of her. Uh, Kyrie's last WWE matches was against her. Oh, okay, okay. Is that where the graphic came from? I thought it was like a stardom graphic or something. I could Anyways. be. I don't know. No, it's fine. I, I keep um, seeing stuff, and I'm like, I don't know if this is true or not. Because I also heard a rumor that some smaller promotion um, tried to get her, and she said, I can't do anything till after the first. So they were trying to work out the details with her. To yeah, promotion. Uh, supposedly uh, a few conventions have been trying to book her mm-hmm. and then when she uh said that she she couldn't do wrestling they're like okay well we're an entertainment convention then can we book you mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it didn't work out mm-hmm. but they said that that they haven't heard that she is doing anything with AEW, but that doesn't mean that she's not doing anything with AEW. well yeah i i still got a feeling it's going to be her on the 11th cuz there's no way you tease it that early and it's not her that that <laughs> it, it's got i don't think there's any woman out there currently available mm-hmm. that you could tease like that the way yeah. they have mhm cuz they've just, learned their they've learned their lesson mm-hmm. about and, doing and that uh Soraya was tweeting like somebody was tweeting like oh it's it's mercedes and she tweeted that emoji with like the monocle like mm? like so <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. i mean they would probably try and squash it if it mm-hmm. wasn't yeah yeah um, she would just probably if i if it wasn't her i would just ignore it like on twitter like i wouldn't answer anyone's yes tweets about it or so we'll like, see who's that or something like that i don't know i i mainly just wanted to show up just for the meltdown i mean people are already melting down today because it it's pretty much confirmed she's down at WWE. And like I don't think we talked about it on here, but afterwards we talked about how people said we're people are gonna start saying she's unsafe and overrated. And I've already started I started seeing that right before we got on here to record. <laughs> yeah, no, I was <laughs> I was seeing like, oh, she's not worth that mm-hmm. already. Like uh, I was I almost screenshotted something for you. Um mm-hmm. she's totally like, worth it. Immediate. She's in, She's in freaking Star Wars. She's totally worth it. <laughs> she was the biggest star in WWE for mm-hmm. two years. Yeah. Until they uh, learned how to book Roman. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, she was the pandemic era mm-hmm. wrestler. She sure. was, she, she and, um, what's her name? Bailey, and, uh, and Bianca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were they were the stars of uh, WWE for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Like it's Sasha stands and Roman Reigns stands. They exist for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like Sasha is on the same level as Roman Reigns. It's like losing Roman Reigns mm-hmm. for sure. I it's saw I did see a funny tweet though. They're like, I I can't wait to see all these Sasha stand Twitter accounts get taken down by Bushi Road whenever they start posting her New Japan stuff because they don't like you posting any of their stuff on Twitter. 
So, <laughs> funny. but here's the thing: they won't watch it. Yeah, but they they're won't. not going to watch it. They won't. They the these are WWE stands. Like the, mm-hmm. they are a fan of somebody. They're a fan of the top star in their promotion. As long as they are the top star in their promotion, and once they leave, they're they're busted goods, and they'll find a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll, it's they'll like soon after... they'll be. Uh, Becky stands or whatever. It's like after Danielson left last year, people were like, oh, can we finally admit that he was never that good? And that, that, that That's when I knew the brain rot was too real. <laughs> or the people that say he's not having a good run. Yeah. <laughs> in AEW is like, are you out of your mind? He's having an incredible run. Mm-hmm. He's had like, I don't know. Anyways, we will, we'll get to him. Mm-hmm. We'll get to him. Yeah. But the, yeah, but the Wrestle Kingdom the... show, I mean, we're always excited for it, you and I are, but this year it's like, it's they got a lot of good stuff going on. I gotta get Kingdom. back on New Japan, man. I've heard, uh, I heard people who are, who I respect heavily saying that Gato is back in the Booker of the Year running. And I was like, he what? Yeah. Gato's back in the book. <laughs> I just started clicking my chair. I got so excited there. Um, yeah, he's. They've been doing. And Gato hasn't been in that category of Booker for a long time. Mm-hmm. They've been doing really good stuff, and the yeah. only thing I'm really sad about is Suzuki Goon's breaking up. I had a little, little cry at my desk at work when I saw that. But they're doing at Wrestle Kingdom a four on four like brawl <laughs> to finish out Suzuki Goon. All all members of Suzuki Goon <laughs> fighting each other. Yeah, it's like. The match is built as like the end of Suzuki Goon, and it's a, a four-on-four tag match brawl. Okay, that's <laughs> kind of great. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, but okay. Yeah, great. I well, love as, it. as soon as they broke up, uh, Minoru Suzuki said that he wants to fight Zack Saber Junior. <laughs> like he's like, I want to fight you now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's that's Suzuki, man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, other thing, Kota Ibushi. It looks like he is imminent. Mm-hmm. For wherever he's going to be, and it's looking like it's AEW. Mm-hmm. He said that he's uh, getting offers from all over the world, but AEW is the only promotion he named by name. Well, yeah, Kenny works there. Kenny I've heard there. some people <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying Royal Rumble, and and my response <sighs> to that is. The Royal Rumble fans aren't going to know who the fuck he is. There'll be like a because it's the Royal Rumble, so a lot of smarter fans, will, smarter in quotation fans, will show up. So he'll get like a small yes. murmuring, but the normal yeah, people. He'll, 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 there'll be some cheers, mm-hmm. and it'll be the amount of NXT fans that mm-hmm. knew who he was the first time. I don't think he's going to go to WWE because you remember when he went there, he didn't, he didn't like it. Yeah, he didn't know who Vince McMahon was. <laughs> no, he didn't like it. He doesn't have friends there. He likes to go where things are familiar for him. Mm-hmm. He's never wanted to wrestle in North America. He's yeah. not comfortable there. So if he's not quite comfortable in North America, if he does come, it's going to be in AEW, where they yeah. have a Japanese, um, first of all, just a Japanese influence, but they have Japanese talent. Hold on one sec. Uh, she's not down here. Yeah, they have Japanese talent. Kid, oh, I'm just, that out. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> saying. Uh, I took. I just. You, you like you said, they have Japanese talent. Kenny's there. Yeah, that's my main thing. Kenny's there. Yeah, no, Kenny's there. They've got <laughs> Japanese talent. They've got people who can translate for them. 
<laughs> they've got a relationship with New Japan. I don't know what that looks like for him these days, but they have a relationship with DDT, yeah. which he has a relationship with. They have a relationship with Noah, which I'm sure he's done something with. He's wrestled many places. He was a freelancer for a long time. Yeah, up until he won New the Japan. title in New Japan. He was a freelancer. Yeah, he, he was, uh, everyone thought he was full-time New Japan. He was not. He was like Suzuki, mm-hmm. complete freelancer. And he may still stay that way. Yeah. Because I get a feel, get the feeling he doesn't want to be locked down in North America. But like, he had the most wholesome tweet. He's like, I want to give back to wrestling. I want to yeah, give back to all these different things. Starting and his own promotion and stuff. I, he said he wants to, uh, he wants to volunteer at, uh, senior residences and like nursing homes. He's such a himbo. Take care I love, of the elderly. I love Abushi. He's, he's like, such a himbo. He's just such a nice person. Mm-hmm. He's pure. He's very pure. But I tell you um, what, I saw something uh, that some of the female demographic on AEW slipping. Do you, you want to get them back? You bring in a Bushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get the male demographic back? You bring in a Bushi. You, you want to bring it's, anyone back? You bring in a Bushi. He's a, he's a universal demographic. I'll yes. tell you what. Yeah. Cause when we man, went to, man looks like a He-Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Action figure. When we went, and saw New Japan when they came to Dallas. Uh, when he came out, my wife said, "Oh my god!" I said, "I know, girl, I know." <laughs> <laughs> I say, "Oh my god!" When he comes out, mm-hmm. I am straight. <laughs> yeah, but um, Kenny says, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, I, I oh my god. Re- really want him him to come <laughs> over just to get Golden Lovers versus FTR at least once. Well, I want Golden Lovers versus the Young Bucks again. Yeah, they can that, just they can just run that transcendent story back. whenever they had that match. That match was a, whatever year that was. That was my match of the year that year. My that tag team at the year that year was Golden Lovers. They only had like three matches, yeah. but they were still my tag team of the year. It I don't so care. Good. That's my favorite moment in wrestling. Yeah, I that I I painted it. I painted their <laughs> uh, their tag title win. Yeah, like uh, in watercolor. Like but, that is. <laughs> But can man. I sell it, by the way, if you want to go to my Etsy? Um, you can <laughs> buy that print. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, if they came to F- just the Golden Lovers against FTR, against the Lucha Brothers, there's, there's so many tag teams there I want to see them face. Yeah, like, I would like for them to, like, have Abushi come back and have the Bucks be jealous. Have the Bucks be like, how many times are you going to, like, put someone else over us? kind of thing mm-hmm. and have them pull apart from Kenny as opposed to the other way around last time. And I think it would be, I think it'd be really Actually, good. I want him to come to AEW so we can get Ibushi versus Takeshita because that match would be transcendent. Yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. The only person I've ever seen that really compares to him to, uh, to Ibushi is Takeshita mm-hmm. in terms of their, the style Kenny Kenny's very close, but uh, I think I like the I think when he's clicking and when the story writing's good, which kind of sucks for Ibushi because he became champ when New Japan was falling apart and yeah. during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, during the pa- he he he's the first one with the new belt. It immediately got cursed. Yeah, it's <laughs> brutal. Like I wanted Ibushi get that title for years, and they finally got it, and it was like pandemic fans happened. couldn't even cheer for him. Mm-hmm. 
Which um, another thing at Wrestle Kingdom, they could fully cheer and everything at, starting at Wrestle Kingdom. So, oh, they still can't. Yeah. They could like some stadiums you could cheer, but like not all of them. Yeah, but now starting uh, at Wrestle Kingdom, you can. Oh, fantastic! You get Kenny back. Mm. Oh yeah, we're gonna hear Kenny, Kenny versus Kenny, Kenny versus Osprey. <laughs> God damn! And you know Kenny's losing too. I mean, he could win. Could you imagine Kenny taking that title? <laughs> I mean, he was the first, first U.S. champ. Yeah, I mean, he could, he could take the title. It's not like AEW uh, wrestlers haven't taken that title. Two, two, of them two AEW, yeah, two AEW wrestlers have had it. <laughs> Technically, three because Juice um, is signed with AEW now. So that's true. All right, so let's let's get into the show. How did we start? Oh, right, Death Triangle versus the Elite. Yes, this they is. Had, they got the again, uh, NBA on NBC music, which made me happy. Oh yeah, Tony <laughs> got it. I, he's talked about before how that's his favorite song, mm-hmm. and when they played it, I was like, "Yeah, this is the '90s, early 2000s basketball fan mm-hmm. like kid in me was screaming." Yeah, when this was playing, it's amazing, and with Tony Schiavone's voice, it's just perfect. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah, so this is this is an example of when people talk about how the elite and death triangle can't don't have any psychology or don't have any storytelling. This is a match of you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because their whole this whole seven match thing has been the two teams adapting to the moves to the style. Um, trying remember like each match is a reference to the previous one to the mm-hmm. uses of the hammer in this one it was uh nick just coming up lame in this match because this is what they're the fifth match now that mm-hmm. they had or the fourth the fourth match in a this row is fourth match, two, yeah yeah this is the fourth match in a row that these two teams have had they're working a crazy schedule um packs working with a broken nose so nick goes to do a one of his flipping topes and he hurts his ankle and mm-hmm. he sells it really well i thought it was like, legit <laughs> i was like oh shit yeah, like really it hurt. looked legit and i knew it wasn't just because i i know them but it looked real because um, this is the type of storytelling they do he <laughs> just sort of he came up a little ginger and he was trying to walk it off i knew it was fake when uh cutler came out with the cold spray and started oh, spraying his ankle i didn't see him do that Okay, if I had saw him do that, I would have known it's fake. I just saw him like standing on the apron, like like they try to tag him. Like no, 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 no. He, like he tell he waved him off when they try to tag him. Yeah, he, he was doing the cold spray on the ankle. Okay, I, okay. If funny. I would have saw that, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is they're working us. But yeah, the it was really good work because it looked it looked real because he wasn't overselling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's on the apron and he wouldn't take the tag, and eventually he just left. It wasn't like the doctor. I mean, the, they did say he left with the yeah. Doc Samson came out and checked him out and they with uh, off. with the doctors, but you didn't see him leave. Like mm-hmm. he left off camera, which again makes it seem real. It makes it seem like when Santana got hurt in mm-hmm. uh, in Blood and Blood Guts, Guts, yeah. When he uh, they they had him off camera, and then all of a sudden they just got him out. Mm-hmm. But but also I knew it was. I also knew it was fake, but in a good way when Matt Jackson kept going to tag and there was nobody there for him to tag. Um, 
and they were just working on Mac Jackson, like just really, <coughs> just really good storytelling, just just wearing him down. And then Kenny's in there, and they're wearing him down, um, despite being incredible wrestlers. And then eventually, Nick comes back. Um, he uh, he get he gets into the into the ring, and he's doing more strikes. He's adapted his. <laughs> uh, his style. He's not going for the kicks. Um, he did go for a kick at one point, but they caught it. And instead of going for an Inziguri, in comes Penta. It was Penta, right? Yeah, Penta cracked him with the hammer yeah. right in the in ankle. In comes Penta with the hammer, and he cracks him over the shin, over the ankle, like the mm-hmm. high ankle with the hammer. And this was just beautiful work here. Like I loved it. This was incredible storytelling, like super compelling. Then they put him in a heel hook. They have uh they had someone else in a submission too. Uh so Pinta they, grabbed Matt and put him in some submission so he couldn't break up the other submission. Yes. And Nick, of course, eventually taps. And this this is awesome. I loved this because you knew Nick was going to come in and he wasn't going to win the match. He was going to be the guy that they targeted mm-hmm. and they targeted him with the hammer again. So Kenny grabs the mic afterwards. He says, you guys keep using the hammer. You keep finding ways. You're very clever. You keep finding ways to use it. So what we're going to do, we're going to make it legal. And you know what? We're just going to make everything else legal as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, no DQ fantastic i love it and then if uh if death triangle doesn't win the next match is a false count anywhere false count anywhere match love it can't wait if they go to match seven which they probably are um uh escalera de la muerte mm-hmm. the uh fucking ladders of doom or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah yeah ladders of death i think <clears throat> which, which uh, a trio's ladder match that with all six of these dudes that's gonna be insane we've already seen the bucks and the lucha bros have that match and yes. it's fucking wild it's incredible it is everything i love mm-hmm. about AEW. and then you add kenny and Pac. yeah and kenny please don't die mm-hmm. the other guys know how to take those bumps but like Kenny for me is the golden egg, mm-hmm. the golden goose. Mm-hmm. Do not let that man take a bad bump or I am going to scream. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like because they said if needed, and then somebody in the crowd had a sign that read uh the Cavs blew a three one lead in like twenty nineteen or whatever, whenever that was, when they lost the playoffs to three one. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. I see what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's always going to go seven. It's wrestling. Like they're yeah, not. You don't. Not you don't announce a best of seven and then not go to seven in a in a scripted. Uh, I mean, sport. you could. <laughs> you could. It'd be like whoa. It'd be a shock, but not with these two teams yeah. when they're cooking like they are right now. Yeah, I I can't wait. These ma- these matches are good, and now it's like there's going to be like a crazy build. Oh yeah, um, I I know next week's going to be crazy with the uh, the weapons, but I am super excited for the Falls Count Anywhere because. The Young Bucks, they know how to put together a Falls Count Anywhere match, and that's going to be insane. Yes. Yes. No, they've had a, they've had a bunch of those that are really mm-hmm. good. The yeah. only one that wasn't was the one again, the one with Adam Cole in it. it was weird. Yeah, that one was 
a little That was against weird. was that Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus? Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and I forget who else. Yeah, anyway, that, that it was one was Christian. It was Christian. Christian yeah. was wrestling at the time. That one was off. Mm-hmm. It felt weird. Okay, so what what did what came next on this show? Uh, next we had an MJF promo. Couldn't don't remember what he said. It was pretty much like No, we, it, it was good. Yeah. Uh, just hyping up the hyping up the match. Um, yeah. that that night he's very very confident man he said he, he has no pressure that, on him and we'll see what the pressure does to the pebble stuff like that like uh will it will it turn into a diamond or will it turn into dust mm-hmm. great fucking line yeah 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 and then after that we had um the acclaimed coming out mid rap jeff jarrett attacks jeff jarrett and his crew busts the guitar over uh max caster's head tells him to scissor this slap nuts Everything I love. I, I was marking out. I was going nuts. It is so good. Mm-hmm. It is somewhere out there, Tiger Driver guy. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is crying tears of joy. Yeah. I hope you're well, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, this is fantastic. Yeah. The, it, it was good shit. I can't, I, like, I don't really need to see these guys having a title shot. But I do need to see Jeff Jarrett hitting people in the head with guitars. Oh yeah, and it's, it's a it's, it's a, a good time. It's a solid team for the acclaim to beat. So yeah, and you can do a you can do a six man match here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even need to be for the titles. Yeah, you can have Jeff Jarrett and 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 Lethal and who's the third guy? Satnam. Is it Satnam? Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. it's Satnam. Because it? Sanjay can't wrestle anymore. Yeah. Because the last time they had him wrestle, he didn't do anything. He just stood on the apron the whole time. I mean, so I guess you could just do uh, Lethal and Jarrett. But I just I feel like having Jarrett and Billy Gunn in the match together would be kind of interesting. Be a throwback to the Attitude Era. But yeah, they haven't really used Satnam, Singh. But it's a good it's a good way to protect his him. tag on Dark. His tag team finisher is brutal. Where he what picks someone, it? Jay Lethal puts him up on his shoulders like like an electric chair, and then Satnam choke slams him off of Jay Lethal's shoulders. It's gnarly. I love it. Cool. Yeah, I love that. It's real cool. <laughs> that that sounds like that sounds terrible. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, the next we had Jungle Boy versus Brian Cage. Uh something else uh, terrible from a tall man happened at the end of this. Perfect segue <laughs> that we're not at yet. <laughs> Okay, so, oh yeah, so one other thing we had just before that match, we had uh, the JAS uh, talking about how oh, Jericho yeah. is here, he's going to have a tune-up match tonight before he goes back out and challenges uh, Claudio, Claudio for the Ring of Honor title again, and I'm like, god damn it, please no, stop. Yeah, well, you and, said this uh, was over. <laughs> Yeah, you, you guys said this was going to be over. And then they say, and then they announce that Sammy's facing Moxley Box. on Friday. And I'm just like, that is not over. This is not, that is not the definition of over, is continuing it for another week. Yeah. I don't understand why that match is happening on Friday, other than just to give a big match on a Friday to get people to watch the damn show. Yeah. Newsflash, which, uh, it's which not last week, work. It's on at a bad time. It was, it was up a hundred thousand. Was it? But up? yeah, it was up a hundred thousand. a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, hundred thousand is a lot. If you didn't, for... if you haven't watched Rampage, you everyone needs to watch the Takeshita versus Mox match. That match was incredible. 
Those dudes. I yeah. Destroyed I each other. Yeah, I them. do have to watch that. Takeshita is amazing. Yeah. Takeshita was bleeding. Moxley mm-hmm. was bleeding. I can't believe Takeshita is the, his past two matches. He's gotten busted wide open. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing, sir? All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. have at it. But this um, the JS thing. The biggest thing about this was uh, Garcia was upset. Excuse me. He lost the pure title, and Jericho said, "Don't worry about it." But we're going to put you with a vet and you're going to be his young boy and he's going to teach you the ropes and it's Sammy Guevara, which is hilarious. So that, that storyline is going to be good. <laughs> yeah. And maybe this is how, uh, um, what's his name leaves, uh, Daniel Garcia leaves. Yeah, um, I think so. The JAS. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't need to see this big long feud anymore with, uh, with the, BSS because they or BCC <laughs> because they said they said it was over anyways and then to uh, and Tony Khan said that we wouldn't see Ring of Honor on AWTV anymore and then that was a Ring of Honor segment segment sort of I don't really call it a Ring of Honor segment because it's all AW talent it's like we've and talked about we before have... most of the Ring of Honor guys are AW sign guys so it's kind yeah, of hard it's just, <laughs> you just put some a Ring of Honor belt on them. It's still <laughs> like take that belt away. It's an AEW feud. I don't <laughs> understand your point here. Like I understand Gates of Agony being on your TV. Sure, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Ring of Honor, Brian Cage is up next. Yes, <laughs> and he is facing uh, Jungle Boy in a good match. And Brian Cage looked very good. Um, all the Brian Cage greatest hits in this match. Yeah. Um, all of Chris Canyon's greatest hits. I was going to say, he, he loves him from Chris Canyon. He, at the Ring of Honor show this past weekend, he even dressed like Canyon coming out. I, he's his protege, man. He trained him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He was one of his best friends. Which Chris you Canyon was, was great. Talk about Chris Canyon for a minute. I got to find that water. Okay. Well, if you've never seen Chris Canyon wrestle, look up Chris Canyon matches on YouTube. He's great. He's super innovative. For, especially for the late 90s. No one was doing stuff that he was doing. Character work or in-ring stuff. He's great. Also, if you didn't watch the Ring of Honor show, uh, uh, Final Battle from last weekend, weekend before, that show was amazing. The double dog collar match between the Briscoes and FTR. I don't know how these dudes keep doing it, but they keep topping themselves. You got to watch it. Mike agrees. He's taking a swig of water. I know he agrees because he said FTR Briscoe's three double dog collar was his match of the year. So did I? Well, I remember you messaged me that. Yeah, he said match of the year. <laughs> no, yeah, that was. Uh, I've never seen anything like that in my life. The ref bled during that match. It was insane. Which was insane. Ref, to, <laughs> ref took a blade. Yeah. That's fucking great. He gigged. He yeah, was he bleeding was, badly. He was, he was bleeding, yeah. So, but yeah. Good so for back, him. Yeah. So the Jungle Boy, uh, uh, Brian Cage match was good. Jungle Boy won, right? Yeah, yeah, he won. Jungle Boy won. And then he grabs the mic and he says, I took out I, this big bastard. I beat the big dinosaur. One more big bastard left. Big Bill, get your ass out of here. And then out comes Lee Moriarty and Tag goes, that's not Big Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first we had uh, Stokely come out. Yes, say something. Yes, I forget sorry. what he said, but he said, "I'm going to use the the back of my hand because use a hoe," and then, uh, <laughs> which is hilarious. 
Like just let's and then now comes Lee Moriarty. <laughs> and that's yeah, what Taz says. Like, that's not Big Bill. <laughs> and then out comes Big Bill. We get the big boot. And then the like tallest fucking choke slam. His I've choke seen slam in my is, life. is awesome. Yeah, Jungle Boy. He's a he's a legit. It. He's a legit seven footer. Because mm-hmm. that he looked like he was on a skyscraper. Yeah. Yeah, he came down hard. But then whose music hits but hooks hook Hook comes out taz is surprised he's like hey my boy what are you doing out here i had no idea this was gonna happen (laughs) he chases them off and then it was tom customs the one of the greatest twitter account wrestling oh my gosh he's gotten me so many times with this stuff (laughs) he he put out a graphic that says it's got the two guys on it and it says jungle hook yeah and it is that should be their tag name, Jungle Hook. Jungle Hook. Just go with that, mm-hmm. like the uh, the heart throbs of AEW. It's oh, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The babies that will be fantasized about. Oh yeah, that that's gonna get all the young ladies going crazy because they're out here looking like Hollywood actors. Put a bushy in there. Oh, the trio title. Yeah, that'd be a hell of a trio, Steve, actually. It'd be random at first, like, what are these guys? But they'd, they'd be really good. Two, two guys that don't talk and Jungle Boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jungle Boy's got to do all the talking for him. <laughs> the The Jungle Boy does all the talking. That's mm-hmm. not how it's supposed to work. Yeah. He's the one who's supposed to be mute. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that was that's fun. I really like that team together. Mm-hmm. That's, really, that's really cool. Yeah. I want to see Hook versus Big Bill, because that'll be... Nuts. Yeah, I want to see him attached with a fucking like, with the Taz mission or the Red Rum on on a standing Big Bill, mm-hmm. and Big Bill just swinging him around trying yeah. to get him off <laughs> like a gorilla with a little fucking like baby on his neck, mm-hmm. and then eventually he he goes out. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. That'd be sick. Like, That'd give me that cool. fucking cartoon bullshit. I want it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then next what we had, next? Uh, there's a Swerve promo where he's, excuse me, they basically talked about how he walked out on Keith Lee during their match at Ring of Honor. And then, yes, which he said, he'll see you soon, Keith. So their feud's cooking now. Yes. Then we, had House of, then we had House of Black versus The Factory. And this wasn't much of oh, anything. Can, but can we factory. talk about how, can we first talk about how good Shane Taylor promotions was in that oh. match? awesome they're fantastic i Mm -hmm. love that well i guess we haven't talked about it or we we sort of did but uh no we didn't we haven't talked about about this yet um ring of honor is going to be weekly on the uh honor club code of honor is that what it's called honor club on on the honor club and tony khan basically was Hinting at insinuating that there's going to be something else coming in January. It's going to involve New Japan. It's going to involve AEW. So I don't know if that's another super show. If that is maybe everybody's going to sort of get into a streaming service together. I don't know how that would work mm-hmm. because New Japan already has one. And AEW's or... already on New Japan with Japanese commentary. So. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they're all. Maybe they'll all be sharing each other's. Yeah, maybe. Like, uh, who knows? Like, maybe. Uh, yeah. So, 
Because on its own, I don't know if people will pay for Honor Club. Yeah, it's going to be a tough sell. I was kind of hoping the, they the put it on HBO. The pay-per-views aren't on there. No. So if it's just for their back catalog and for the show, like, there's so many things that I'm subscribed to these days. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to add another one. Yeah. Just for one weekly show. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe the maybe, product has been very good. Yeah, yeah. All the pay per views have been excellent. So maybe, like you said, once they announce the New Japan stuff, it's like a like a all three of them doing stuff together, which that'd be worth it. Yes, um, but yeah. Apparently, anytime someone mentioned AW and New Japan and Ring of Honor, Tony Khan's eyes just lit up, and he was basically telling them to wait. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's like some sort of triple partnership of some kind appears to be coming down the pipeline. Which, but at the very least, we're gonna Ring of or Ring of Honor is gonna have its own show. Mm-hmm. And that is exciting. Yeah, and if uh, if their pay per views are any indication, they have a uh, there's an audience for it mm-hmm. on uh, for for a smaller scale, hard hitting shows oh uh yeah some other news we forgot to talk about aw hired some guy backstage like for oh yeah no uh i can't remember his maz i i can't i'm gonna butcher his name so i'm not gonna try Mm -hmm. but apparently he was the guy who he's supposed to take over for kevin dunn in wwe yeah he was the guy who (laughs) they had pegged that if they were going to replace dunn this was going to be the guy Mm -hmm. and then this guy left Mm -hmm. so dunn is just He's safe. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure Kevin Dunn had a lot with him leaving. I'm sure Kevin Dunn's like, I'm not going anywhere. So, yeah. So he's gone. But yeah, but so yeah. Uh, they got him. That's good. Because mm-hmm. uh, the AW did lose a production guy, mm-hmm. I think, recently. So I think this kind of fills in that, mm-hmm. fills in that role very, very well. Because mm-hmm. the one thing that WWE had was very good production when other than the camera cuts the camera cuts are absolute yeah. garbage you don't need but, four thousand uh, cuts to show a suplex <laughs> but yeah this is a this is a big time backstage role mm-hmm. um and uh that's good i i don't even really think aw has needed a shake-up there no they, like they started a little rough with their uh with their production and their camera cuts and this and that, but it's been pretty seamless for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't noticed it at all. I still think the gold standard for me is New Japan. Yeah, me too. As few cuts as possible. Mm-hmm. And they set up some of the shots beautifully. I, you still have to talk about the Kota Ibushi and Will, Will Ospreay. Osprey. Yeah. Hurricane Rana off the top rope. Mm-hmm. The way they have it sh- shot with the perspective how the camera was all was already there to catch Kota Ibushi's face as he turned. It's, it's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. I don't know how they did that. Yeah. They, um, they must've talked about it beforehand. They had to have. Yeah. The, the absolute, <laughs> they're the absolute gold standard mm-hmm. um, for production. It's the polar opposite of what WWE has. Mm-hmm. It's like one is f- way too many cuts, and the other one is like filmed like a one shot, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a like it's a movie. 
like we're watching True Detective that one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say um, it's like watching like a um, Liam Neeson movie with all the cuts compared to an old Jackie Chan movie where Jackie Chan would like the camera pulled out so you could see all the action. Yeah, yeah, or like Old Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. oh, thing, yeah, like yeah. The one long panning shot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's talk about yeah. the next match. What was it? I guess it was House Chris of Black. Jericho? Well, House we of Black. Didn't, we didn't finish House of Black versus uh, the Factory. I mean, it was a squash. They destroyed uh, the Factory, but it was awesome to see how the crowd went nuts for him. This this the yeah. Texas crowd was very good. Had a coworker, it was a hot crowd. It was a coworker, her and her husband drove down from Oklahoma City to go there. So. I already told her that the crowd sounded good on TV, and she said it was really loud in there. So that was cool. Yeah, it was a uh, it was good. It was Malachi Black uh, feeding, getting fed uh, QT Marshall for the for the Black Mass. Mm-hmm. He went down like a sack of bricks. It was also it was Buddy over. Murphy killing two dudes through a table, and Julia. Oh my did- god! Fucking Lee Johnson's bump. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. He broke a guy through a table with Lee Johnson's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nuts. And Julia got Loved to sp- spit the mist in Camarado's face. So I wonder if Camarado's going to like turn evil now. <laughs> it's possible, man. You go back to know. his go back to his caveman ways. <laughs> um one thing that Tony Khan did say in his presser for Ring of Honor when he was talking about Regal, he was saying that he's not saying essentially like, I'm not cold hearted. If somebody has family issues and they want to leave, I'm not going to really hold them mm-hmm. here. Um, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm going to let people, let people go. There's one person who has family elsewhere He's working through the through the holidays, and then he's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And that's one of two people. That is Malachi Black, or that is Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. One, that's one of those two people with the family elsewhere. That is Zelina or Rhea. Ripley. Or Rhea. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to think that's Buddy Murphy, because he's been open lately about his contract ending soon. Yeah. But it could be a regal situation where Malachi Black has two more years lined up and Tony's like, well, I can't just dissolve House of Black without a storyline. Mm-hmm. Give me a storyline. Let me get through the let me get into the new year. Then we can dissolve you and you can leave. Mm-hmm. It's one of the two. Yeah. I hope it's Buddy personally. That is leaving. Uh, firstly, because I want him to, I, I just want them to be happy. And I think it, he is a guy who has really like gone under the radar in AEW, hasn't really mm-hmm. done too much. He's yeah. been a henchman. Um, and he's somebody that Triple H has liked and used before. So he'll get put back into some sort of spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Triple H, there's a news that, uh, his guys that he's brought back in haven't been doing so hot. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's kind of annoyed. And yeah, yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, Gargano's doing comedy spots. Yeah. Um, 
his people his people aren't really uh working this is this is always the concern with bringing people up from NXT was that they don't work as well mm-hmm. on on the main roster and it's happened a few times and I guess it's happening again yeah 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 maybe shouldn't have let Swerve go <laughs> yeah maybe he would work on the main roster goddamn yeah um, I mean he's super over in aw so (laughs) apparently he was the one that made hit row tick because that's the big one Mm -hmm. like that whole faction is apparently just kind of dead in the water like yeah i've heard people say that they're not as charismatic as they used to be and stuff and that's mainly they're not great on the mic and Mm -hmm. like you took the best talker and the best worker from that group you took the leader away from the group so now it's just the underlings and the underlings can't really wrestle and they're not as good at on the mic so mm-hmm. like it was all swerve yeah he he was the star it wasn't the other guys yeah for sure okay so so next, next we, we had, had jericho versus mystery man jobber and we were talking about how great the crowd was they were incredible during this match i this can't match, remember his first name but uh, his last name is andretti andretti yeah is it antonio andretti Good. Action Andretti. Action Andretti. Action. Yes, like Action Bronson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually seen a clip of his. I don't know. I can't remember if it was on Twitter or on Facebook, but somebody posted it saying um, AEW's got another homegrown star on their hands. And this was from a, a dark match on mm-hmm. AEW Dark, which the guy lost, but he was out there and he was showing out. Who is he? Like, oh, because I. Apparently Jericho saw some match against him and QT on dark. And like when they were coming up with the storyline, Jericho, that's when Jericho picked action Andrade to be the guy to beat him. Cause he saw some match. Yeah, so on dark. Maybe, maybe that was the match. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Cause of, I guess like he, he was getting a ton of offense in, in this match and ended up losing, but mm-hmm. looked really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a case of like, He's getting all the moves, he's getting all the moves, he's getting all the moves, gets hit with the cutter, mm-hmm. loses, kind of thing. And, um, yeah, so he comes in, Jericho comes in for his for his tune-up match. Because at and, first, before the match started, when he said he's going to do the tune-up match, I thought he was going to face, like, Samoa Joe or somebody big like that. <laughs> but then, when it was well, this yeah, guy... Like, I was like, I was like, is it going to be a surprise? Is it going to be a debut? Mm-hmm. And I was I was watching a bit behind. And by about five minutes, no, at this point it was longer than five minutes because I started late and then I had to pause it to do something <laughs> um, like change the laundry or some shit like that. <laughs> and uh, and when Chris Jericho was coming out, I was like, this is going to be a tough mass- match for Jericho, isn't it? And you just said, I don't want to spoil it. So yeah, like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah. And then when they so I thought it was going to be a debut. And then I looked over, I was just like, oh, Action Andretti. I've seen this kid. So mm-hmm. he's going to show out in this match. Yeah. And he did. He was. He's going toe-to-toe for Jericho. He's going chop-for-chop with Jericho. Mm-hmm. He does. He gets his little flourishes. He gets his Arabian moonsault. I was going to say, he did an Arabian moonsault. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. <laughs> yeah, he did, a, he did a tornillo off the middle rope, which mm-hmm. was cool. Um, yeah, I love... Go the ahead. match because you know it starts out like your normal squash, hits hits him with a code breaker. He kicks out, 
and then they go, oh, we have to go to commercial. So this will be a picture in picture, I guess. Like, I like that they even yeah. like it, they formatted it like, oh, this is just a squash. Like, this is naturally where it would end. And then they're like, oh, he kicked out. Okay, well, we have to go to commercial. So this will be a picture in picture. Yeah, they were like, we didn't expect to have to go. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we didn't expect this to, to make it into yeah. a commercial break. Yeah. And it comes back and they're like, against all odds, this match is still going. Um, yeah. And Jericho's like, getting more and more annoyed. Yeah. Um, he's he's going for his uh he's going for his for his walls, but he's getting countered, he's getting rolled up, he's mm-hmm. uh and then eventually he just gets caught by I don't what he he finished him off. The he top did like rope. a tornado like DDT and then in, did a standing shooting star press, and that was enough to yeah, Jericho got win. the win. And mm-hmm. Jericho looked shocked, he looked pissed. Mm-hmm. Um Andretti, Andretti did like, a dive in the crowd. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, "Well, the the graphics coming," and the and no more than a minute later, he sent me the graphic on yeah. Messenger. Was like, there yeah. it is. Yeah, um, good for this kid. And you fucking knew it as soon as I saw him on dark. I was like, "Yeah, this is one of their <laughs> guys." They I don't know where they plucked him up from, but it's like a Wardlow where they just saw him somewhere and they're like, mm-hmm. "Okay, we got to get him." Yeah. Somebody that I'm shocked nobody has gotten as well as Cartwheel. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that Cartwheel guy? Yeah. Uh, Jack Cartwheel. Very mm-hmm. similar to Andretti. Yeah. Uh, similar build. He's a guy, he's got the gymnastic background, so he's like super, super athletic, super flips, super strength. Mm-hmm. Great wrestler. Um, look at him as well. They, they, he, uh, Andretti reminded me of jack cartwheel um yeah uh good shit i i love it i love seeing these young guys that are going to be leading the company going forward Mm -hmm. look at the main event man the main event of this card mjf versus ricky starks that's five years down the road god forbid mjf is still with the company yeah Um, that's your all-out main event knocking on wood Mm -hmm. um this is this is your Cena versus um Randy Orton over and over mm-hmm. and over these oh, two yeah. guys. And they're they're I don't want to get too much into it but their styles just complement each other. They're both very old school mm-hmm. with the way they wrestle. Old school mm-hmm. sensibilities. But let's get to the women. I did not mean to skip over the women. So I like this match they Bello. beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> they did. Good lord, these two ladies are stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, just fucking cracking each other, all match. Yeah, just and, uh, within the first minute, Ruby Soho's hitting her old finisher. I was like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love this. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, that that establishes the finisher as now a signature, like the Codebreaker. Codebreaker's not going to finish anyone, although it has mm-hmm. at one point in the past couple months, he did beat one person with a code breaker. And I was like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that AEW does that where yeah. uh, they don't just stick to the finishers for the, <clears> you remember finishers. when Danielson first came in, he won a match with a different move for like the first, like four or five weeks he was in the company. Well, in honor of his birthday, Seahawk, um, one of my favorite tweets was 
I love watching uh, Brian Danielson matches because he comes in and just decides on the fly what he's going to finish the match match with. Yeah. And he's like, this week I'm going to squeeze your knee until the juice comes out. And that's going to be, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's going to be the finish was his, was his tweet that I've always loved. Mm-hmm. And it's his birthday today. So happy birthday, Seahawks. Happy birthday, Seahawks. Um, yeah. So uh, we have, Ruby Soho and Mello. This is a blood feud because quite literally uh Ty Mello broke Ruby Soho's nose. Yeah. I'm glad that the nose the nose break came off of the uh Ty KO and not that uh Sammy and Ty head kick. You know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because everyone said that's where it came from, and it wasn't it. It was yeah. the like I'm always shocked that nobody ever gets hurt from the TKOs or the uh, go to sleeps or mm-hmm. what have you, and in <laughs> time, Hellos always look stiff. Yeah, and and here's the thing with Ruby Soho, she's got the type of nose it's gonna get broken. Yeah, it's like uh, in hockey, there's a there's an old defenseman. Uh, his last name is Robinson. And for years, he just kept getting his nose broken and broken and broken because he had a he had a big nose, and then he got a nose job and he stopped getting his nose broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just had to be a little smaller. Mm-hmm. It, it became a tire. It's like Pac. Pac's got a big nose. It's broken now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, this match was great. Um, I don't quite remember the finish. But I do, I do know that Ruby Soho won. And she won with her new run. finisher. Yes, which is great. I love it. Mm-hmm. The yeah. uh, not the no feature. That was the old one. Is it Destination Unknown? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Destination Unknown is the mm-hmm. new one. Yes, uh, no feature was the kick. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, in comes um, Anna J. Anna J. And she hits a very gory nice bomb. move. What was it? Yeah, it was a gory bomb. Yeah, it was a gory bomb. I love mm-hmm. that for her. Yeah. yeah and it plays into bomb. the... Because the whole match, uh, Ty kept trying to drop Ruby on her face, the nose thing. Yeah. And so. she hit her with the gory bomb. And like, and Ruby Soho's selling of it on her nose was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like holding her nose in pain. It looked like she got it broken again. Loved it. This is great shit. So really, she's really gonna... good stuff. She's going to have to find a, a partner or something, which would be cool. I wonder who she'll find. Yeah. Uh... It, it could be anyone. Hmm. <laughs> I have a, no, I have a, uh, I have a pick. I don't know if she's going to be available yet, but Thunder Rosa, her hmm. and Thunder Rosa were kind of yeah, uh, helping each other in the past. That could be a, a good way to get her back in. That'd be really good. If she, if her back is feeling better, if it was her back, I thought it was. Um, next, we have MJF, Ricky Starks. Well, um, first, before that, oh, we had an amazing Hangman promo. I mean, like, right, amazing. Talk about it. Talk about it. He, they go to the trainer's room because earlier there's a promo where Mox called out a Hangman and said, "Bring your Dark Order buddies, face me in the BCC." They go to the trainer's area. They're checking out Hangman. Marvez asks him, uh, are you good to go? He's like, I don't know. No one's giving me a straight answer. And then he starts telling a story about the night he got knocked out by Mox. And um, <clears throat> Excuse me. 
says like they they take me in the ambulance like hey do you remember names like yeah hangman do you remember what day it is he tells him the date they hand him his phone it's like you have like a hundred messages from your wife and kid or from your wife and he's they hand him his phone he goes whoa that's a beautiful kid he's like that's your kid do you know his name and he's like i couldn't remember my kid's name for one hour i could not remember my son's name and so that's why he's mad at box everyone kept saying i need to know why they're mad there you go Mox made him forget his son's name for an hour, and now he wants to take it out on Mox. It was scary. It was the scariest <laughs> moment of his life. Yeah. He said, I've been to hell, and yeah. if we if we have this match, he's Mox is probably going to bring me back to hell, and I'm going to drag him with me. Like, mm-hmm. This is fucking great. That's yeah. real life. That is, that's a story born out of real life. He shouldn't have had to say that, but mm-hmm. here we are. Um, it made it better, though. Uh, the, yeah, that that promo was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. I loved it. It was heartfelt. And I think that's everyone's greatest fear, is that they won't be able to remember their loved ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, yeah. yeah, good shit. So now we go to the MJF. Starks match, and th- this is this is just amazing. The we've got two guys that are they're very much influenced by the past. You have MJF, who's influenced by the Flares, the Jeff Jarretts, mm-hmm. the CM Punks, and you've got Ricky Starks, who's also influenced by the Flares. Mm-hmm. Um, he's influenced by the by Rock. Rock. <laughs> He's influenced by fucking who knows else. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he's he but he he's got like the flair. He's got the well. I mean, I I said flair, but I meant to say like he's got the flair of some of these like egotistical heels mm-hmm. with the money and the Rolexes and the chains and just the flam- his flamboyantness in the ring, which I love. Which he works into his wrestling style, which I love. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look clean in the ring. His arms are flailing. He always looks a little bit out of control. He's very, he's very uh, exaggerated mm-hmm. with his movements, um, which I absolutely mm-hmm. love that about him. Um, and these two guys, like these guys, aren't doing flips. The the most fa- the fanciest thing they're gonna do is a crossbody. Yeah. Um it's all it's all fundamentals. And this is sort of where like I look at it and I'm like this is this is your Cena versus uh Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and this match is great. We've got Ricky Starks just getting flustered at the beginning, getting yeah. angry, and then then they just put on a classic wrestling match and they did it without spots. They did it without um, without gimmicks. It was just classic. And they didn't even have to go like shot for shot or blister each other's chest like FTR does. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to draw blood. They didn't. It was just it's just classic wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like just it... pure <clears throat> American wrestling. Yeah, one move they did look gnarly was when MJF powerbomb Starks on his knee. I always wonder how they do that without hurting the person because that always yeah, looks like it hurts. 
Well, yeah, like the, that match we saw with MJF where he faced Darby Allen. He like he gave him a backbreaker in like twenty five different ways in that match. Like yeah. powerbomb on the on the knee, wheelbarrow slam on the knee, fucking reverse wheelbarrow slam on the knee. Like it was, I was like, oh Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I like um, great. We- MJF Sorry, putting. MJF putting Ricky in the his Fujiwara armbar that he likes to use. And then so Ricky goes for the ropes. MJF ties up that arm too. And then Ricky tries to get his leg and then MJF ties up that leg. And so it, uh, Ricky has to use his last free leg to get to the ropes. That was just brilliant stuff. It was stuff. incredible. Mm-hmm. That was some of the that was some of the best drama I've seen from a submission mm-hmm. in like 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Yeah. Like Jericho just puts a guy in a submission and tries to get them to tap. And he's one of the best. <laughs> um, same with Danielson. But this was this was absolutely perfect. Yeah. Like the three limbs going for the going for the rope. And then MJF immediately grabs him by the arm, pulls him back into the center of the ring and goes for it again. Mm-hmm. But what does Ricky Starks do? He rolls him up. Yeah. And all, gets a near cut, gets a near fall. And then it was pretty much right here. Um, I think they, it was right here where MJF just kicks him in the dick. Yeah, takes him to Dick Kick City. Just <laughs> yeah, he, he grabs the ref. and He grabs the ref, I pushes love, him out of the way. And <laughs> I, I love his dick kicks. It's, he's so like ca- a, I was going to say, he's so casual about it. He just took it. <laughs> is. It's, like, it's like a flutter kick in swimming. He's just like just a little whip. <laughs> Just like, it's like when you whip someone in the nuts with your hand, you whack. Yeah, it's just it's like a little backhand of a kick. Um, and Ricky goes down. He roll he rolls him up, gets the win. Um, MJF is going up the ramp afterwards, but who fucking runs out of the of the back is fucking Brian Goddamn Danielson, and he chases him into the crowd. Have you seen that picture? Really that's, funny image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I've seen, I've seen people memeing it already, so that's good. But yeah, yeah I liked stuff. it. I like this because Danielson chases uh, MJF all the way up. MJF runs up out of the arena through the crowd. But I like Danielson going back in and giving Ricky Starks the rub, like raising his hand. And they even play yeah. uh, uh, Ricky Starks music to close the show, which is really nice. Yeah, I love it. You can, and you can tell this is this is Ricky Stark's moment. He had the promo last week. He had the match now. Now you can have Ricky Starks in the main event scene going oh, forward. Oh, and I think I already know who he's facing next. We didn't. I forgot to bring this up in the JAS promo earlier when Jericho was talking. He just randomly called out uh, Ricky Starks. He called him like a loser or something. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Not that's not uh that's not accidental. Yeah, because I was just did, like, we did, why do you call it Ricky Starks? <laughs> we did forget to say that uh, they showed Jericho freaking out. Oh yeah, yeah. the backstage. Yeah. that was going um, into his going into his room. That was my wife's like favorite part of the show because after the match, she's like, oh, I wish they would have showed him freaking out more. And then when they come back to commercial, he's just wrecking everything. She's like, Yes, that's what I wanted to see. He's just like slamming stuff. <laughs> That's that's his thing. The I love it. Shots against the post. I love the because um, he tried to slam his locker room door, but like most modern doors have that anti-slam technology, so it just so it stopped. It <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah, and he's like, 
You just hear it like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so now, yeah, I guess maybe he's going to call out Ricky. I hope he so. Needs a, he needs a something. Because that's, a, that's a young guy that he can try to pick on. Yeah, maybe Ricky comes out and says, take my name out of your mouth. And there mm-hmm. you go. Then Jericho comes out and says, like, come on, young man. Yeah, because I need a win. That, Let's do this. That'd be some good promo battles, too. Yeah, man. I can't wait. Um, good shit. Very good show. Mm-hmm. Very good show. Very good. Um, Ratings were up this week, so that's good. Yep. Just shy of a mil, but mm-hmm. great. That means uh, it means that they're doing 1.5 overall. Yeah. When you add in PVR and all that, which good stuff, man. This for a weekly show, I love to hear it or I love to see it. Um, yeah. Next week's the the um, holiday bash. We're getting um, Sheeta versus uh, Hater, which that, they're gonna that, <laughs> that match is gonna be awesome. <laughs> that match is gonna be stiff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this Friday, there's Mox versus Sammy. Brit versus Sky Blue, and then Sky best Blue. friends, best friends and Dustin and Danhausen versus Butcher Blade, uh, Trent Seven. Which that's another thing. Trent Seven's in the AEW. Oh now. fuck yes! <laughs> and, I um, love Boxhead guy. I love Trent Seven. Trent Seven's awesome. I I the, love Trent Seven. The peak male body. That's <laughs> that I want. <laughs> I mean, I have that peak male body. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's great, man. He's swarthy as hell. Mm-hmm. He looks like a fucking pirate. Yeah. And it's good. He's let his hair go gray, or he's dyed it gray, and it looks awesome. It could be either. Um, he's like our age, too, I think, so. Yeah, he's not young. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If, is Tyler Bates still in yeah. WWE? I believe so. Man, because if, if AEW got Mustache Mountain, that'd be awesome. Oh, boy. <laughs> if they have Trent Seven, there's a good chance that at some point, Tyler Bates would be willing mm-hmm. because they've been on the road together forever. Yeah, yeah. They, they, he's, he's pretty Since much... He was a teenager. Yeah, they, I was going to say, he pretty much brought him into the business and got yeah. him through the business. <laughs> yeah, got him to got him to WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Trent Seven is incredible. I love him. He's yeah. very funny. He He's, an again, another perfect guy. He doesn't have to win. There's certain guys they don't have to yeah. win. They're just assets to your show. They're very credible guys who will pick up wins, mm-hmm. but then they're credible guys for people like Ricky Starks to feud with and go over. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and then, but yeah, like on Dark, because Trent Seven debuted with, um, what's the guy with the box head's name? I can't even think of his name now. Kip. Kip Sabian. It's like him and Trent Seven, and then you know Butcher and Blade—they're just guns for hires. But it seems like Kip's hired them, so that's like a new stable. And I, I kind of like that better. It's like the first time really Butcher and Blades really fit with other people when they've been in the stable. Usually, they're just kind of yeah, like they, they kind of work. I, I do really like uh, Danhausen facing Butcher and the Blade because maybe he'll come out as Evil Danhausen, mm-hmm. which would be fun. And I know he's friends with uh, Butcher too, so <laughs> that'd be fun. Yeah, no, uh, I can't wait for. Uh... Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I mean, I gotta, I gotta watch more, more uh, rampage. They ch- fucking ten o'clock on a Friday, guys. I always just because uh, I, I record it. Snow. I record it and then I just watch it Saturday morning when I wake up. I mean, I mean to, but there's, um, I don't know. 
I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, if if uh, you watch it though, just you have to watch uh, Takeshita versus Mox from last week. That match was yeah. incredible. I, mean, I that's what I did with Ring of Honor this past week. I uh, I threw on uh, I threw on Ring of Honor on uh, fucking Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then just did some chores. And, but mm-hmm. I but the that briscoe match i was doing i was doing things i was packaging uh packaging prints and i had to stop everything what i was doing and just stare at the screen mm-hmm. like, what is happening yeah um yeah so one thing that we are gonna get we're getting uh ftr versus the gun club which is interesting is that next wednesday i think so probably yeah. makes sense yeah um which, which. is uh it's interesting what's going to happen with FDR. If they're going to leave, what what's going to happen there? I th- I feel like they might go the Suzuki route and That's the Ibushi route, where they, mm-hmm. or specifically the Suzuki route, where they can go wherever they want and they mm-hmm. will go wherever they want. They're just going to wrestle Dream. They're going to go from big promotion to big promotion, kind of uh, fighting their dream matches. But mm-hmm. at a certain point, they're going to have faced everybody. Yeah, and then they're gonna want to choose a landing spot, and that could still be AW. Um, it also could be Ring of Honor. They did mention Ring of Honor. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's too small scale for them. Well, I mean, but Ring of Honor these days would, is pretty much AEW. <laughs> if they, if one, of, I think it's Dax. If Dax didn't have a family, I would mm-hmm. say New Japan. Is, yeah, uh, would be a very good landing spot for them, but I don't think they're going to want to spend time away from the family. Yeah, yeah, they got young kids. I mean, they could bring the family, but you've got school. You got his. I'm sure his wife works. Yeah. Um, not that she has to, because they're fucking millionaires now. But yeah, yeah, I, uh, it'll be interesting what they do. They can they can just call their shots, which is cool. Mm-hmm. If I'm I would, I would say if I'm Tony Khan, I pull up the Brinks truck, but then it's like, why you, why would you pull up the Brinks truck if you didn't put the title on them? Yeah, and true. I, I get it, you did put the title on them earlier, but like this, they were the tag team of the year this year. Let's be honest, Dax was the wrestler of the year this year. Let's be honest, mm-hmm. why the fuck didn't they have the AEW title? Yeah, it's very strange to me. Yeah, I don't know. I know uh, Tony in his uh, in that Ring of Honor thing. He said that no wrestler or group of wrestlers got uh, halted more by other people's injuries than FDR. Mm-hmm. They said that they were supposed to have a program with CM Punk with New Japan. That didn't happen. They were supposed to have have stuff with uh undisputed era that didn't happen they were supposed to have stuff like they said they kept getting preempted for their feuds by other people's injuries Mm -hmm. um and he said they were all very cool about it but it is what it is so yeah who knows i don't know i just felt like strap them up would would have been the opportune thing to do but we've seen how hard it is to book people who have all the titles yeah yeah it's very it was hard, hard to do with kenny because like when when kenny dropped the title to christian it was cool but it felt weird 
<laughs> like it's like okay the aw champion just lost a match for the first time in a year yeah and we're just not going to talk about that anymore <laughs> yeah. and then uh and then like okay well why do, does christian get a aw world title match no we don't talk about that like okay but he beat the champ no we don't talk about that okay sure um, we've seen what's happening in WWE. They don't know how the fuck to get the titles off of Roman. Yeah, yeah, that's that's their biggest thing. Luckily, the luckily, Sammy, it. luckily, Sammy Zayn came along to make the story more interesting. Because otherwise, well, yeah, really if they if they do a Sammy versus Roman um, title fight, that's a fucking that's incredible. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't even watch it, but I, I'm just like looking from afar. Like this, that's a good angle. If Roman turns on Sammy, mm-hmm. or and then you have Solo, like somebody in that family is turning on somebody at some point, and they've been building that for so long, for over a year, that mm-hmm. uh, it'll be good. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's that. I guess we'll see if Coda shows up soon. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Probably end of the year, you would think, right? That's normally yeah, when uh, New Japan contracts end. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Peace. Hey.